0: So announcements. Hi, this is Kat, and I am the pipe of Fiddle
1: and Pipe, and I am with Brittany, the fiddle. It's so great to actually have you in on announcements this week. I know, I know, I've been
0: lagging on my job. But anyway, <laughs> what do we have to announce today, Brittany? Brittany?
1: We wanted to let y'all know that these next few episodes, including last week's episode, were recorded in person, which is great for us, but also means that the sound quality might not be the nice, clean sound quality that you're used to, thanks to my high ceilings.
0: So, please don't hate us and just understand that
1: this is only temporary. And... We'll go back to our shitty Zoom... Episodes soon. (laughs) We will.
0: (laughs) We promise we won't disappoint you on that. If you like us a lot and you want to listen to more of our podcasts, then definitely take a look at our Patreon. We have bonus clips, bloopers, outtakes, and we also have our other podcast, Fiddle and Pipe Happy Hour. So come and check that out. It's only $5 a month. So we promise we're trying to give you as much content as we can so you'll never get bored.
1: And we will definitely be adding more content as our Patreon becomes more popular. And, in fact, we want to thank Lauren and Rainer for supporting our Patreon. Without y'all, our show would be more broke, less fun.
0: (laughs) Thank you, Lauren and Rainer.
1: (laughs) If donating to your favorite podcast maybe is just not in the budget for this month, which we totally get, you can always rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Every Mm -hmm. time you rate and review us, we, uh, I don't know how Apple does it because it's Apple and their their own thing, but it has something to do with you're more visible to different people, different listeners across different levels of the internet. So, help us become more accessible. Rate and review us if you like us. Preferably a five-star review. Preferably something along the lines of, wow, listen to this podcast while I was doing laundry. Even though I've never read the book Twilight and I thought it was really stupid when it came out, I really enjoyed y'all's perspective. Hashtag, want to play violin now. I love that review. That is (laughs) A+. Best review I've ever heard in my entire life.
0: (laughs) And if you love us a little bit more, then come join us on Facebook fiddle and pipe forum our facebook page or if you are not into facebook and that is not your thing at all then follow us at fiddle
1: and pipe on instagram and you can all also follow us individually i'm at bm ross music and i'm at cat flinch flute and i guess that's it so here's the Mm -hmm. episode here we go but up but up our theme song except we sing it Hi, I'm Brittany Ross, and I play the fiddle. I'm Catherine Blentgen, and I play the pipe. And together, we are Fiddle and Pipe. Two classical musicians who are reading and discussing topics beyond the staff. So grab a book, take a seat, and tune in. Okay, so this is recording, and... hello. Is it me you're looking for? Remember, your mic should be...
0: I can see it in your eyes, I can see it in your smile, you're all I ever wanted. You're a mess. (laughs) This is,
1: oh no. Oh, I guess we should actually act like we're recording the intro of this. We
0: are recording the intro to Fiddle and Pipe, welcome to our show. We're gonna read some Twilight and talk about it, because that's what we do. And Brittany's never read Twilight before.
1: I was going to clap for you, but now I don't want to. (laughs) Well, until now. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. This is, um, I have a lot of singing. You're keeping this, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is golden. I'm not getting rid of that. I am not getting rid of that. There's no no way.
0: I just had one cup of coffee, so I'm already awake and lit.
1: And you actually are, you know, well-rested. I know. I, I slept last night. Yay! I so, slept for a nice six hours. This is our second time recording in person. Mm-hmm. I think we're just recording a bunch of episodes this week to try to get as much in person as we can. I know. It's, it's vital. It's kind of wild. I, <laughs> I feel like we're recording almost every day you're here.
0: I just don't miss the glitching. I don't miss the Zoom glitching. It's a different experience. It is a different experience. It's very nice though. I like it. I like it as well. I enjoy being around your zoo. <laughs>
1: You can probably hear Valkyrie chewing in the background, and then Bartok's just, he's like, I must be in the middle of this.
0: He's coming up with a plan to create chaos, like Professor Chaos on South Park. (laughs) He is Professor Chaos. And Vivi's coming to join the party. Hi, Vivi. Come on. Hi, Vivi. Join the party with us. It's gonna be a magical time. And then... Fig is just hiding. <clears throat>
1: yeah, Figaro will never come out. He'll never come out. Oh, he out. came out yesterday. He did. And he just stared wide-eyed at you. He's like, who the hell is that? And he just <laughs> ran. Bye. Yeah. He's like, oh, yeah, not any part of this. So today we are discussing chapters 13 and 14 of Twilight. Mm. Hey, Valkyrie, if you could be a little bit quieter, I'd like that. Thanks. No, don't come here with the toy. It's <laughs> the opposite of what I want you to she's do. She's like
0: so excited. She's, she's like,
1: like, oh my god, I'm in the center of everything.
0: Oh, she handed it to me.
1: Oh, that's nice. That's so nice. That's so nice. I don't
0: know if I should like throw it or anything. I mean, you I
1: can. Want. We're just going to hear. I know.
0: I'm on the track. Should I?
1: I mean, we can already hear her. I know. And Hi. if it's isolated, we can always take it out. And
0: she's licking my hand this time too.
1: She also just licked my knee. Or is that you? Did you lick my knee?
0: Uh, yeah, I don't know know if I have that many special skills, and also I think that's a little strange. (laughs) A little bit. Speaking of a little
1: strange, (laughs) let's talk about Twilight.
0: Yeah! Do you want to hear my spark note?
1: (laughs) No pun intended. No pun intended. So this is chapter 13, Confessions.
0: Alright, so we start off with Edward sparkles in the sun, and Bella is just amazed How he looks, because he's basically a statue with how white bread color he is. That didn't make any sense. Let me restart that again. (laughs) Take two. When I write these notes down, I'm reading the book, but then I have my phone out. And sometimes I'm just like speed texting. Jot
1: something down really fast and then move on to the next thing.
0: I feel like I should get like a voice memo or something that like uh, translates my words that I say and just has them down. Can't Siri
1: dictate for you?
0: Ooh. Well, I just turned on my Siri for the first time a few weeks ago, so maybe, yeah.
1: Edward just glitters in the sun.
0: Yeah, so he sparkles in the sun, and Bella's just amazed how he looks, because he basically looks like a statue. With diamonds. With diamonds,
1: because he's super he's super white, like the color of bread. I don't understand the whole sparkling thing.
0: I think it was just some... I just listened to the episode where it was Yumi and Rainer, and how like this was like a like, unique kind of feature that she wanted
1: like her way of like this is the
0: reason why they don't go out in the daylight as much and this is why they live in forks like they can they
1: can go in the daytime but if they do
0: this is what happens yeah
1: or she had to have some kind of rationale like why they can be active during the day Mm -hmm. but still add some of the sun stuff yeah i guess i don't know
0: Basically, Bella touches his perfectly chiseled body in a PG-13 rated 50 shades of Cullen. And Edward (laughs) wants to constantly know what Bella is thinking about and repeating, are you afraid?
1: I Yeah, I put weird interaction between Edward, or sorry, weird interaction where Edward dazzles Bella and then Bella leans in closer and basically offends Edward. And then Edward basically humble brags about how good of a predator he is and i'm gonna i'm gonna read a selection on 265. i sat without moving more frightened of him than i had ever been i've never seen him so completely freed of that carefree carefully cultivated facade he had never been less human or more beautiful face ashen eyes wide i sat like a bird locked in the eyes of a snake
0: what's a snake a snake oh i think you said snake
1: yeah like a (laughs) snake. Like a Slytherin snake.
0: <laughs> He's a Slytherin.
1: It's so much back and forth, and she's literally, mm-hmm. she's like, I am so terrified, but I want him. And I don't know. It's a very strange interaction on both parties. Well, again, it
0: kind of goes back to what I talked about in the last episode. She's so mesmerized by him. And mm-hmm. again, I think it's because, like, what if it's because he is a vampire and he has this,
1: like, I mean, Venus flytrap yeah. phenomenon. Yeah. But it goes even more back and forth because then he tries to backpedal because she's obviously afraid. Mm-hmm. Because he's basically just exposed himself about how good of a predator he is and how dangerous he is for real more than just repetitively saying I'm dangerous. Yeah. Yeah and he's like, you know, I'll never hurt you. Don't be afraid. I can control myself, etc. So mm-hmm. then he asks why she is afraid and it's because she wants to stay with him. And then he goes on again that he's dangerous and craves more than her company. Yeah. I thought it was really strange the severe extremes of this interaction. It is mm-hmm. not healthy. <laughs> This is not what a relationship should be. This is why you don't date vampires. This is why you don't date vampires and where the hell is Bella's self-preservation instinct this whole time? Nowhere. Nowhere. It's Nowhere. non-existent. She's like, I could die and that's fine, I guess. I I like it how he calls her scent
0: his version of heroin mm-hmm. and he says that he's so attracted to her and because of her scent. Yeah. And other vampires, you know that's how they are attracted.
1: To, to different their, people. Yeah. To pray.
0: Kind of dives in that, like with Jasper, he's new to this in mm-hmm. a way, which we'll get into later, but he's new to this and he feels it. Emmett had felt it before as well. And he felt it so much that he killed yeah.
1: <laughs> his,
0: his prey, which that, that, you know, that's...
1: We're just going to gloss over that one right there. <laughs> yeah.
0: What? Um, not important. And that's why he freaked out so much when he saw Bella. <laughs> That's why he freaked out so much when Bella walked into Biology 2 for the first time because Mm -hmm. he could smell her scent and he didn't know how to react because it was so strong and he hadn't felt that way in so long. That's why he was acting, ugh, Bella. No. Yeah, he
1: talks about how it was so hard for him not to kill her at school.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: uh, To the extent that he... He was
0: gonna run away to Alaska. Well, he did.
1: He did run away to Alaska. He took Carl Carlisle 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 <laughs> car- Carl Carlisle's car. That's such a weird name. He took his car and ran away to Alaska to live with another group of vampires. And then Edward was like, "Wait, why is a puny human driving me out of my home?" And he went back.
0: He didn't want to drop out of high school for the fifty-eighth time. He yeah. wanted to go back to high school to finally get his diploma. <laughs> and go back to biology too.
1: <laughs> so he basically just hunted more and just tried to block her out, but it didn't really work.
0: Oh yeah, because he saved Bella in the parking lot. Yeah, and then
1: all the <laughs> other vampires were trying to convince him not or sorry, we're trying to convince him to kill Bella at that point, but Edward, Carlisle and Alice didn't think it was a good idea.
0: He also goes on to say like how f- frustrated he was for not reading Bella's thoughts. Mm-hmm. And how, and he really bashes how ordinary people are.
1: Oh my god. I guess it came with the witching hour for my animals. I know. <laughs> They're like possessed. Bar- bar talks throwing the blinds around. Oh my god. Scratch, 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 <laughs> scratch. What can I break? Did they drink crack for... Vivi's over there just... Walking all over everything, Valkyries over here, toy. Did they get into the toy. giant
0: bag of sugar that
1: you <laughs> 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 maybe. They're, <laughs> they're like, all hyped <gasps> up.
0: <sighs> I think I really think that they just ate sugar. Can we
1: put like, videos no. on our Patreon? Because yeah. I feel like we need to put some of this on our Patreon. I
0: should have brought my um my phone like my camera.
1: Does your <laughs> camera record?
0: Yeah, it records video. The DSLR. It has multiple functions. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Nice one. Oh my god. I gotta stop chugging these when we record. You have
0: a collection right behind me. That was a
1: really good one though.
0: I'm very impressed with your like sparkling water collection.
1: (laughs) Because, I don't know, I like variety, and it's easier to just Tell get them all at once instead of getting, like, two a week, yeah. which is probably the more reasonable thing to do, if, not as I'm saying it. If I had the space, trust me. You would do the same thing yeah, I do? Yeah, I love, I love drinking LaCroix. <laughs> I'm like, I just buy them all at the same time. Yeah. I buy, like, 20 if cases. they're on
0: sale, too, it's like, you see, like, the three for, like, $10.
1: And you're like, hell yes, yeah. I'm gonna buy... All of them. The La Kroger water is actually pretty good. La
0: <laughs> yeah, I drink. I drink the. I drink the Kroger brand. now. La Kroger. Yeah, La Kroger.
1: <laughs> so we were talking about. Oh yeah, Edward saved her from the van. Um, and he is mad that he can't hear her thoughts directly. Edward also said that he couldn't live with himself if if he hurt her, and that she was the most important thing to him. And this is after. This whole back and forth of him being dangerous, about him being like nature's best predator.
0: I wrote down um, also getting to the part where he gets frustrated about her not reading her thoughts and he can read other people's. I took a screenshot of this and I thought it was kind of like a burn on other people because it's like he has to read other people's thoughts to get to know what Bella is thinking. He tells Bella... It was unquestionably a complication that I couldn't simply read your thoughts to know what your reaction was to me. I wasn't used to having to go to such circuitous measures, listening to your words in Jessica's mind. Her mind isn't very original, and it was annoying to have to stoop to that. And then I couldn't know if you really meant what you said. It was all extremely irritating. He basically kind of burns just... Other people that are
1: not Bella. He's like, I just yeah. stooped
0: down to the level of reading Jessica's mind to he's know like, what you're thinking. He's
1: like, everyone else is so fucking dense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Edward. Not
1: all of us were born in 1901. And we get to the the famous quote, and the lion fell in love with the lamb. Oh, yeah. That, that's like the famous quote of Twilight. But I actually thought the lines after it were pretty funny because this, <laughs> this is not what people usually quote after. And so the lion fell in love with the lamb, he murmured. I looked away, hiding my eyes as I thrilled thrilled what? As I thrilled to the word. What a stupid lamb, I sighed. What <laughs> I a sick know. masochistic lion. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like I actually like I think that makes that Interaction a lot more real. Isn't that in the movie? Is it? I don't I know. I feel like I know that. I saw it more than two months ago, so I need to watch it. My parents have Netflix, so I need. to Wait. Watch. Why don't we watch it here? You want to do that after live live stream? <laughs> of um, Go on our Patreon. <laughs> go on our Patreon.
0: But I I, I remembered the lion. What a stupid little lamb. I feel like that's
1: in the movie. <clears throat> it might be. I'm not sure. <sighs> I don't in all honesty. Bella asks what she did to offend Edward earlier when he was getting closer to her and then she moved or something and he got, he was like, wait, give me a second. And apparently she just surprised him by getting really close to him. Mm-hmm. And then they do this whole section where it's like they soft core feel each other up, but it's not sexual. He puts his hand on her neck. Oh, I put down Edward loves the smell of her throat.
0: <laughs> Cause he like he's like touching her like throat and things, like her yeah, skin. It's, and he's like he's so like, good.
1: And her upper chest too. Not even her boobs. It's just her upper chest. I'm
0: telling you, this is like the PG 13 version of Fifty Shades of
1: Grey. Okay, so this is actually where it gets better. So I'm gonna read this small paragraph. He raised his free hand and placed it gently on the side of my neck. I sat very still. The chill of his touch, a natural warning. A warning telling me to be terrified. But there was no feeling of fear in me. There were, however, other feelings. (laughs) I wonder what those feelings are. It says dot, dot, dot. So she's like super aroused by his cold hand touching her face, which she's a teenage girl. That's normally not what gets me off. But I guess whatever works.
0: <laughs> Every time Woody touches me and his hands are freezing cold, I'm like, get off me. Like I'm like, get away from You're me. You're not
1: like, yeah, baby, let's do this. Because yeah. that's what Bella's
0: <laughs> Yeah, doing. and it's the same thing if if I do that to Woody. Woody's like, hell no. <laughs> oh
1: yeah, when well, my hands are freezing, I'll purposely touch David's bare skin, preferably like his back or like stomach or some sensitive spot. And he's like, oh, hell no.
0: Oh, I just go for Woody's man boob.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, ah. it's just very strange how they have they definitely have this like soft core feeling up, and it gets even weirder because then oh, wait, no, wait well, that's out the layer. I, I
0: think it gets a little weird because then she even touches him and she's like listening to his chest and hearing him breathe, but there's nothing going on inside the body except yeah. just like hollow shell that is like but is he even breathing because he's technically dead don't
1: they say that they can breathe but they don't need to yeah i thought they said that
0: i i wish that we could dive in a little bit more about like the origins of vampires in this i guess this saga in her in like her world i guess her world building her universe Yeah. Because, I mean, it's the same thing, like, what I think about with Harry Potter. I wish that we could deep dive a little bit more into uh, how did Hogwarts, like, how did it actually get created? You know, why are, like, how are
1: people, you know, born with magic? Tell me the origin story of all of this. Yeah.
0: Give me a deep dive of what Voldemort did when he was in the woods for years. (laughs) Like, I want to know. Oh, drink unicorn blood. Went before he actually turned into Lord Voldemort because there was like a period of time where he was like he, he was just Tom like, Riddle he was like feeding on
1: animals and stuff
0: well when he was Tom Riddle and then like
1: oh when this he, is before oh, he when killed he, Harry's parents when he was like evil but not evil evil mm-hmm. when he was sort of ostracized and yeah when he started out around the forest like a weirdo imp
0: and then turned into a snake a snake <laughs> <laughs> a snake but I wish that, like, we could get some kind of... Background knowledge. Background knowledge about, like, how do vampires... I mean, Carlisle is a doctor. <laughs>
1: like, Yeah, it's like, how did you get to this point? Did you go to school or were you just... Can't a... you
0: do some dissection on your family members to know what's going on in their bodies? Because they're dead, technically. Yeah. Like, what's, what's inside? Is it just black? Is there anything? Are your organs? Oh, still when there? you're a
1: vampire, you get the blood drained out of you.
0: Yeah. Like
1: But I also wonder because they drink blood, so how does their body process it? Do they just have a bunch of blood sitting in their stomachs? Or do, do they, they go to the bathroom? Do they pee? Yeah. We do, don't do know. Do they pee things. blood? Yeah. Did they poop blood? Who knows? If none of their body functions are working, why do they need to drink blood? And what does their body do to process that blood into energy? Yeah.
0: These are the questions that we want, to, we want answered, Stephanie. We know you're listening. We
1: know. Or listeners, if you have any theories, please feel free to at us on Instagram.
0: At us on Instagram. Maybe share that in the Fiddle and Pipe Forum Facebook group.
1: I am also very interested why they sparkle. Right? Does Again. the blood make them sparkle? Carlisle is a doctor. He should know these things. <laughs> he should know these things. The book we really want is Carlisle.
0: Yeah. His on.
1: perspective on everything.
0: Come on, Carlisle. Step it up. Write your book. <laughs> <laughs> I So one of the quotes that Edward says that kind of got a little bit on my nerves was he goes to Bella and he says, Come on, little coward. Climb on my back. It, it's like in little things like that like it's like why patronizing yes why why do you need to say come on little coward why what
1: so they're gonna walk back to the truck because they've hiked like six miles or something (laughs) something kind of there's somewhere
0: in the olympic national forest
1: (laughs) and edward's like we don't need to hike back just climb on my back and i think in the movie doesn't he say like come here, my little spider monkey, or like yeah. something really stupid. I feel
0: like if he said, come on, little coward, like in the movie, like some people have been like, come on, man. That's like,
1: not cool.
0: Like, how is she a coward? She's literally a human being who is hanging out with a vampire, somebody
1: who can eat her. Yeah, she's braver than I am because I would have...
0: I'd been like, bye. I would have gotten the <laughs> hell out of there so fast. I would have swiped left. Left. <laughs>
1: Were you thinking if it's left or right?
0: Yeah, I was thinking left or right. Yeah, I've I think it's them.
1: right if you like them and left if you don't. I would have done left, like, oh, you're a vampire, bye. I've never done Tinder dating, so I'd be like, oh shit, swipe right. I'm so sorry. Message. I'm so sorry. I'm actually not into you. <laughs> I'm not into you. <laughs> yeah, I would be so inept.
0: Also, when he when she jumps on his back and he's like going through the woods and stuff, she starts getting really sick too. I I guess yeah, the, she gets pretty speed.
1: motion sick. So they get to the truck, and Bella kind of half collapses uh, because she's, like, so motion sick. Yeah, and
0: he's, like, kind of, like, laughing at it.
1: Yeah, he's like, ha, 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 I do this all the time. He's like,
0: silly Bella. Yeah,
1: he's just, like, <laughs> weird flex, but okay.
0: Yeah, it's it's weird because he just... I know, I get that he likes her, but the thing is, it's like, I don't think he understands how to talk to a, a person in a relationship. It seems like... He's kind of talking down to her
1: in a way. Well, keep in mind, doesn't he say that he's never found his person? Yeah. I think in the next chapter. And so, we
0: don't know his dating history beforehand. Like yeah, so anything. maybe
1: if he dated 100 years ago, I mean, do you, are you going to retain that information? No. And if the only people that you've interacted are vampires that are also like 100 years old, I'm sure your social skills get really yeah. weird real fast. This is Edward's first date. Basically, (laughs) but they end up kissing and Bella gets super into it. She like pushes her body into him and grabs his hair and it it kind of approaches like, you know, the, the rated R zone. Well, she. Fifty Shades of Edward. Fifty Shades of Edward. Well, again, I
0: put down that he, so they kiss and she's kind of like intoxicated in a way. Yeah. This is where my theory comes back in. What if he has like this power or sense that makes Bella uh, like super like falls in love with and is super attracted it's like this natural thing Mm -hmm. that his power like his vampire power abilities whatever
1: they are he's supposed to like draw her to him
0: yeah like that's a natural thing that vampires can do and it goes back to how vampires attract people to fall in love with them Mm -hmm. and then they kill them
1: (laughs) you know the end. Yeah, basically. Edward senses that she's super into it, and he's not into it, because he's like, oh, wait, we're approaching, like, the danger zone.
0: hmm he's of... like, I'm gonna eat you.
1: Yeah. And not, like, a sexual way, either, but, like, a I will kill you kind of way. And he says, and then he smiled with a surprisingly impish grin. <laughs> Bartok. Imp. Oh, he's over here sleeping. He's perfect. He's like, I'm done being destructo. He
0: tuckered out.
1: I'm... Um, yeah, he's, he's over it. Um, and then Edward drives home because Bella is still woozy from the forest run and the kiss, which apparently is just like the greatest thing to ever rock her world. So basically she's drunk. i I've never been drunk off a kiss. I think I'm doing it wrong.
0: <laughs> you and David need to step it up.
1: David, get better at kissing. Come on. <laughs> if I'm not drunk.
0: We know you're listening.
1: I know you're listening. chapter 14 mind over matter
0: oh edward plays fast and furious and unpacks all the baggage from his past
1: yeah and we really get into the origin story of edward cullen here
0: again we i wish that she would dive a little bit more into it you know Mm -hmm. like we again because most of the the first half of this book and i'm looking at your book because i had the giant monstrosity we're halfway into the book and all the knowledge i've retained so far is mike is taking jessica to the dance Mm mm-hmm And Bella's not going to the dance. Yeah,
1: I feel like last chapter and this chapter are just suddenly a burst of information compared to all the filler. Or probably 70% of what we previously read, which is mostly filler. Yeah, thank you. So Edward was born in Chicago in 1901, and he ended up contracting the h1n1 1918 spanish flu
0: so basically the pandemic that happened a hundred years before our current
1: pandemic still in a pandemic everyone
0: yeah so science anyway
1: that's a thing (laughs) it's a thing get vaccinated
0: and his parents died from it yeah and so basically Carlisle found found a Carlisle.
1: Carlisle. Carousel, my lizzle.
0: Oh, shizzle, my nizzle.
1: (laughs) Yeah, exactly.
0: (laughs) I'm thinking about Snoop Dogg right now. Anyway.
1: So he was working in the same hospital, and basically Edward was dying of the 1918 flu. And Carlisle was like, well, I guess you're going to die, and you have nothing to live for, and I'm lonely, so I'm going to make you a vampire.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, Edward was alone, too. He was going to die alone.
1: Yeah, he had no parents. I guess we're assuming he doesn't have any siblings, or didn't have any siblings.
0: There's no mention. And he doesn't. And, Ed, and the thing is, Edward even mentions he doesn't remember much from his past, like before he turned his to human a human life.
1: Yeah. I really wish we got more of his human life, other than I was born here at this time and then I died. Stephanie, where are you? We're adding you, Stephanie. We are
0: adding you into this. If
1: you or your manager want to slide into our
0: DMs, I try to find her on Instagram. But she's not on Instagram, which I'm shocked. Does yeah. she really not have an Insta? I tried to find it and I couldn't. I've only found fan pages, not her. Maybe she does, but maybe it's not by Stephanie Meyer. It could be, or maybe she just doesn't have one and she has a Twitter or a Facebook and she doesn't do Instagram. Not everybody does it.
1: Anyway, anyway.
0: anyway. So, um Carlisle, he he was alone. And then he talks about how he found Esme, because that's his bay,
1: And she was at the hospital. She fell off a cliff and was dying, and he turned her. So his M.O. is to turn people who are dying.
0: Yeah, and basically, I guess, save them. Yeah. And then Rosalie comes along, because he felt that Edward would be a good companion for him. No. For her. Yes. Or she, he... Sorry, I messed up. Yep. He found Rosalie and felt she would be a good companion for Edward mm-hmm. since Esme is a companion for Carlisle. Yeah. And that ended up not working out.
1: Yeah, he's like, <laughs> she was just a sister to me, basically.
0: Yeah, I mm, that mm, that would be a weird relationship.
1: Rosalie... Yeah, I don't want to bone you. Will you be my sibling? <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> then Rosalie finds her DILF, Emmett, in Appalachia. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. Appalachia. And I'm like, we don't call it that, but sure. I call it the
1: Appalachians. Oh, well, Appalachia would be like West Virginia. Oh. Like Pennsylvania.
0: So like the part that we don't live near.
1: No. Appalachia is like when you think of like Appalachian culture, you know, like the moonshine, the people who live in the hills.
0: Yeah, that's not what we do. No, okay. no.
1: We live in like, <laughs> this is like metro Atlanta. Um, but they're married.
0: Yeah. They're married and they play house. And sometimes they don't even live in the house. They live, they just go off somewhere they else. They have like
1: their own house as a married couple.
0: And then they go back to high school and they're like, we're married. He <laughs> Oh no, they
1: get married again. Because <laughs> <laughs> doesn't Edward say something like, I suppose we'll have to go to their wedding again in a few years.
0: They're just, they're so bored. They're like, oh, let's have a wedding. <laughs> let's
1: just play wedding. Hmm? Let's just
0: play wedding today. Jasper came from a different family.
1: Yeah, he was super depressed and loved them.
0: Oh, for a second I was like, the Cullens? No. No, no. He his left he left his
1: former group of vamps.
0: And we don't really know much because he doesn't explain it, but he also says that he came with Alice because Alice saw Jasper and saw that they were both they both met the Collins, and mm-hmm. so that's how Alice found Jasper, and that's how Alice found the Collins. Yeah,
1: we find out that Alice can basically see the future.
0: And that is how they became the Cullen clan. um oh yeah and also he talks about alice's powers of seeing yeah we
1: talked we talked. we talked about that
0: oh did we we said
1: alice can see the future
0: well no 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 apparently it's stronger he he mentions that it's stronger with her senses are strong with non-humans, especially with other groups, when other groups of vampires are
1: near. Yeah, and Edward describes that most pe- most vampires are... Can you get a... Wow, you're in front of my notes. Yes, you're very cute. You're very cute. This is your life, Brittany. You can probably hear him purring. I can hear him purring. No, I mean, the mic... I hope the mic's picking up. I hope so, too. I want to purr into my microphone.
0: Bartok, you have a very hard piece called Concerto for Orchestra.
1: Anyway. You're very sweet. Um, but Edward kind of just discusses the fact, I guess, that most vampires are nomads, but some of them live in groups together, mm-hmm. and some of them also live in groups among people.
0: Also, Alice, he, said, he also mentions that Alice doesn't remember anything about her past life.
1: Or her creation.
0: Which... Which is kind of really cool because it may, and this is what I thought of was, does she not remember her past because she has the abilities to see the future?
1: We learn, we learn why later.
0: Yeah, but this was my theory before I remembered. Oh, this is why. Yeah. But and again, I'm thinking a little bit into this, but this could have been really cool. Mm -hmm. But I was thinking, okay, she probably doesn't remember much about her past. watching uh bartok's butt in britney's face love it but she probably doesn't remember her past because she gained this power of well and if you think about it too edward has this power as well of reading thoughts Mm -hmm. and he doesn't remember much of his past either so i was thinking well with these extra senses that these two have Mm -hmm. is it with great power comes great sacrifice they can't you have these abilities to read people's minds to see the future Mm -hmm. and because of that we you have to sacrifice something else and that's like remembering what your life was before vampirism
1: it's not a bad idea
0: it's not i'm telling you i I got a little bit into it but i thought it was pretty cool anyway i know i'm wrong but
1: (laughs) so they go back to bella's house and you find out that Edward has literally been stalking Bella and but it's it's painted yes! it's painted like a good thing because she says something along the lines of i couldn't be as angry as i wanted to i was actually flattered <laughs> she says something like that and i'm just like ooh so it turns out he's just been lurking outside her house when she sleeps and when she's home. and it, It's not... I, I don't do well with that. I mean, if I knew that someone was constantly waiting outside of my house, even if I like them, I think I'd be like, yeah, no, you're probably going to kill me in some dark alleyway. <laughs> hey, Bartok, hmm. can you get a hobby? Baby, 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 you don't need this water.
0: Oh, well, so what really freaked me out about that was he... He was lurking around, so he he takes Bella home mm-hmm. and he she goes home. Charlie is not home. So she grabs, to go get the key, but Edward grabs where the spare
1: key is. That's hidden. Yeah, and it's like that's not an attractive quality. That is scary. Yeah,
0: I've, and maybe it's because I've been listening to a lot of True crime podcasts Kevin, Kevin, lately. Kevin. but like, if I was dating someone for the first time. And they like knew where my house key was, where I hid it. Yeah, no. Uh, red flag, red flag. I mean,
1: we're breaking I up first off, we're breaking up. Second off, I'm hiding that key in a different spot.
0: I should have noticed that with Woody because <laughs> when I first um when I, I knew Woody for a while before we actually like started talking and hanging out and stuff, there was a night where Woody and I spent an entire night just talking. And then at the end of the night, he was like, Oh, can I have your number? And I was like, "Sure." And I said my number, and then he mentioned, "Oh, actually, I have your I've had your number for a while. I just didn't want you to think I was creepy."
1: <laughs> he told you that later, like way later. He told
0: me right after I gave him my phone number. And I just kind of stared at him and I was like, "Okay, I'm going home now." So like, "Why
1: do you have your number?"
0: <gasps> um, he had my number because when I was working at Pizza Hut, I was working with one of his friends. And I think like what he was like, "Oh, she's hot." <laughs>
1: Oh, so he basically asked his friend for your number?
0: Yeah, because then he started hanging around Pizza Hut, too. And I was just like, gross. And now you live together. Now we live together.
1: You have a cat. We have a cat together. We um, smell each other's farts. All the things you do in a long-term relationship.
0: Yeah, you know, that's love.
1: Red flags everywhere. Red
0: flag, red flag, red flag.
1: But she doesn't care. She's like, oh, okay, I'm just flattered that you like me so much. And I'm like, ew. Basically, Bella
0: is you know at home with edward they're home alone she's making lasagna he's like i don't want to spend much time around anyone who eats food whatever um because he's cool for that too cool for that and then charlie comes home and charlie comes home and edward just disappears with a ghostly chuckle
1: well edward's like should i meet charlie should he know that i'm here Mm -hmm. and Again, kind of being insistent that Charlie should be aware of what's going on. And Bella's like, yeah, no, not ready for that. Yeah,
0: no. No, Charlie's not going to know anything. So he, he disappears with a ghostly chuckle. Mm-hmm. He's still in the house. We know it. And Charlie comes home and keeps talking about the freaking dance.
1: Why don't you go with Mike? He seems like a good kid.
0: Right? He's like pushing her to like be with these other people, do these other things.
1: He probably wants to make sure that his daughter has a healthy social life. That's true. I mean, when I was younger, my dad
0: was like, "You don't need a date." (laughs) That's what my dad told me. Really? He told me that.
1: How old were you? How old was this? Like yesterday?
0: Probably. (laughs) 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 You don't need a date, Catherine. You don't need to do this. But I mean, I remember like being like this age, and my parents were like, "You don't need a date. You don't need to do this. You're too young." Blah 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 blah.
1: Yeah, I don't think it was until I was like 14 or 15 that my parents were like truly comfortable with me dating.
0: Bella goes back into her room so she can meditate to the latest album by My Chemical Romance as she's surprised that Edward is back on her bed. You know, he, that's where he disappeared to with his ghostly little chuckle. Mm-hmm. When she's startled, he picks her up like a toddler and takes her to the bed. That's a little strange.
1: Yeah, you think this whole thing's going to be sexual, but again, it's not.
0: And then he listens to her heartbeat. So weird. You know, putting his head against her chest, like, I'm going to touch you.
1: It's so listen weird. To
0: listen to your heart. You're
1: alive and I'm not.
0: When he's calling for you. Listen to your heart.
1: So Charlie is super suspicious that Bella's hanging around a guy because apparently <laughs> Bella looks tired and over eager. So Bella does the whole get ready for bed thing and makes a big show of going downstairs to tell Charlie goodnight. Also, she's kind of disappointed that
0: she didn't bring her Victoria's Secret pajamas.
1: Yeah, she's like, I should have worn something sexier. And I'm sorry, when I was 17, I definitely wasn't thinking about being sexy. Uh, I don't think I was allowed to go Victoria's Secret. I (laughs) I I had Victoria's Secret bras. Back when they were good, they're not good anymore, yeah, unfortunately. They're not great anymore. No. She wears a holy t shirt
0: and grey sweats because that won't make Charlie suspicious at all.
1: I mean it won't. I mean I guess if she came down in her silk teddy, it probably would have made <laughs> Charlie a little suspicious. <laughs> well, I'm
0: also wondering, what's the soundproofing like at the house?
1: Well, we already established that they're not having sex.
0: Well, they're not, but here's the thing.
1: If they're just talking upstairs, I mean.
0: I grew up in a house that wasn't brand new or anything. Like it's an older house. I can hear the creaks. I can hear when people are going to the bathroom. I can hear when my dad is making coffee down in the kitchen. Like that's how easily I can hear things in my house. Mm -hmm. I can't do anything in my room. Yeah. Without
1: privacy. I was gonna say in my parents house I probably would not have been able to have a super secret meeting. Yeah. Yeah. And would have to be very quiet.
0: I had moments where I would go to the bathroom and my dad would knock on the door asking what I was doing. <laughs> like, I'm like,
1: I'm, can, can you not hear what I'm doing?
0: And it's not like, they live in Forks, Washington. It's not like they live in a giant mansion that's soundproof. Yeah. I'm assuming that it's a normal house where you can hear things.
1: Probably an older house. I
0: don't know. Who knows?
1: So they basically sleep together. They literally sleep together. Not. They don't have sex, but they just literally sleep.
0: They literally sleep. Well, does Edward really sleep? No.
1: <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> I took a screenshot of something. But I don't understand why I took it. You don't know what you were trying Mm-mm. to. Yeah, don't worry about it. Oh yeah. Later on, he has a musical laugh. <laughs> well, like, okay. So, I wrote down he has a musical laugh again. I'm. I'm this is maybe number three of the musical for Edward. Mm-hmm. Don't go away, then. I responded, unable to hide the longing in my voice. That suits me, he replied, and his face relaxed, relaxing into a gentle smile. Bring on the shackles. I'm your prisoner. Ooh. Kinky. But his long hands formed manacles around my wrist as he spoke. He laughed his quiet musical laugh. Ha ha, ha ha ha
1: ha. Ha I'd be real heckin' freaked if someone did that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he explains how humanistic traits are coming back, like his jealousy when he sees Bella with Mike and which he has never really felt before. He's basically talking to Bella before they sleep. Like, he's never felt this way before. And he's seen it with his brothers and sisters, I guess, of his clan. Mm-hmm. All that junk. So, him, like, touching her and watching her sleep and all these things. It's interesting for him.
1: Yeah. It's and like it's, a new experience. So,
0: they just keep talking before she goes to sleep. And they're just, you know, they're touching each other. They're they're talking. Not sexually. Not sexually. <laughs> Except, I mean, he did say, what, do you want me to be your
1: prisoner? I mean, mm. I don't know. I don't, it, we, we don't kink shame anyone on this podcast. No.
0: Anyway, <laughs> but he also says he creeped into her bedroom. He talks about how he couldn't hear her thoughts and it was, like, getting on his, mo- like, you know, it was getting on his nerves. Mm-hmm. So the first time he went to her house, he creeped into her bedroom, probably just through the window. Because- oh, yeah, and he
1: was listening to her <clears throat> sleep talk.
0: Yeah. And he was listening to her sleep talk and he, she said his name. Yeah. And immediately just kind of caught him off guard. He was like, what? And cause me, because he couldn't read her mind, but all these guys like Mike, the golden retriever are like head over heels about her. Poor Mike. He's just trying to figure out like, what is up with this chick? Why is she so interesting? And then when he finds out that she said his name in her sleep, bam, love. Right there.
1: If that's what love is, then I guess I've never been in love before. I guess I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's David. I hate to tell you this.
0: Sorry, Woody. I know you're not listening to this. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
1: David. I know you are listening to this.
0: Um. And then I put Edward is caressing Bella in her bed, and he even offers not a single- sexually, <laughs> not sexually. <laughs> um. In the PG-13 rated way,
1: and it's not even PG. It's like G. <laughs> <laughs> it's G.
0: It's Disney. It's it's Disney. <laughs> Yeah. Basically. Um, he offers to sing a lullaby, which adds to my theory of manipulation as a sexy vampire. He's like, Oh, do you want me to sing to you with my ghostly chuckle and musical laugh? Ha 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 ha. I could see that. <laughs> and she continues to ask about his past and their powers. And basically Edward says these are each one's traits. Edward reads minds. So don't think anything about anything bad about him Mm y'all. Alice sees the future. Carlisle is compassionate. Esme loves passionately. So that kind of makes sense why they're together. Mm -hmm. Because they're passionate and compassionate people.
1: Isn't that the same thing? Mm, Compassionate would mean that you have a lot of kindness and heart towards other people. Passionate mm-hmm. just means that you care a lot about usually a certain thing okay. or you don't go to anything like half-assed.
0: Gotcha. Emmett is he's just strong. That's his that's his strength. He's a strong boy. I mean, he is pretty good looking in the movie. Rosalie is it's her tenacity and we'll see a lot of that later. And then Jasper has the ability to manipulate emotions convenient yeah and then bella ends the awkward conversation of marriage because they've been together for 73 hours and 43
1: minutes and that's when you should bring up marriage
0: yes exactly that's when you should just hit it to vegas get married done get
1: get eloped
0: uh make sure regret it in a
1: month realize you can't function together
0: (laughs) (laughs) send it for a prenup you know legalize it a little bit (laughs) you know save your assets save your ass
1: Eds. Eds. (laughs) Um, Yeah. Not a bad idea if you're getting married at 17.
0: Edward said that it wasn't possible because he's so strong that he could break her. That's why they're not going to get married. Or they shouldn't get married. Or can't get married. Because he can break her. And then it just, you know, we go from G to rated
1: X. X. (laughs) Very quickly. (laughs) um,
0: She even asked if he saw her in a sexual way. Wait, was that
1: in this section? Section two?
0: Or I think I not. No, I'm just kidding. She she asked if he saw her in uh-uh. a way that I guess like meant more than just. Could this be something where we could be together in the future?
1: We have that one thing in common at least. He sounded satisfied. Your human instincts. I began. He waited. Well, do you find me attractive in that way? Yeah. At all in that way. <gasps> He laughed and lightly rumpled my nearly dry hair. I may not be a human, but I am a man, he assured me.
0: <laughs> he is a man. I mean he's a ninety-year-old man.
1: So he got that dicto.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> and then they they just really get off of that question of that subject very quickly.
0: And then at the the end of the chapter he goes, he laughed and then began to hum the same unfamiliar lullaby, the voice of an archangel soft in my ear. <laughs> Maybe it's because I had a really awkward moment of this happening to me personally, Mm -hmm. but I don't find it attractive when guys, like, sing to you. I don't like it. It freaks me out. It makes me feel very uncomfortable. And even when I watch it in movies, like, when I watch people singing to each other, I'm like, if it's not a musical, Mm -hmm. if it's just something where, like, they're singing and I'm like, fast forward... (laughs) <laughs> but because i had a i had an experience where i went on a date with somebody oh this guy was he really wanted to take me on this date so i said okay sure you're like at least to get a free din out of it yeah i mean i was interested i'm not gonna lie i was interested in him too maybe it's because i was interested that he was interested in me i'm just gonna be honest about More that interested
1: in the idea than the actual
0: yeah um so we went on a date i remember we were driving on town lake parkway mm-hmm. to dinner And he put in earphones, not like, cause you just put in earphones, took his iPod, which tells you how long ago this was, puts on his iPod to some song. I can't hear it.
1: Were y'all talking before this or was there silence?
0: I think we talked for a moment and then he just didn't like say anything and he just put in his earphones, turned on his iPod, took my hand, driving in the car, and started singing. That's weird. It was so strange. And I was sitting there like, I gotta get out of this. <laughs> like, I was just like, what the hell? And I remember at the end of it, he was like, did you like that? And I kind of looked over and I was like,
1: uh, let's just go to dinner.
0: I'm hungry. <laughs> like, I'm just hungry. I It's just not my jam.
1: David had a roommate when we were dating in college who would sing and play guitar to his girlfriend after they had sex, and we would always know if they had sex because oh, we no. would we would hear him singing. And oh. We're like, well, they just boned.
0: That is, I can't. I, it, I just. It was I, funny
1: to us because yeah, <laughs> yeah, we're just like, well, we, <laughs> like that's a giveaway. Bingo was his name, though. Basically,
0: <laughs> but it, like things like that. Like I get, I you know. I'm sure there are other people out there that find that romantic and you know but to me I just find that awkward and I think that's why me and Woody get along so well because Woody has no musical taste. (laughs) He sings he's the songbird of our generation to one living creature and that is Lacey the cat.
1: (laughs) David David will sing to me but usually it's if there's music on and he's trying to be goofy it's never it's not a serious yeah it's it's yeah it's never a serious thing yeah I think that's why like
0: also I've just never really been attracted to singers or like
1: not to mention the drama yeah sorry vocalists if you're listening sorry
0: I just never really was attracted to that and I it, it again some people probably find that to be the most romantic thing next to sliced bread with peanut butter and jelly
1: is that romantic
0: um, I like peanut butter and jelly. so well, I
1: guess I don't know the way to your heart. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Please don't serenade us. Please don't. We don't want that. No. I wonder what lullaby he's saying. Was it, Bella, I love you. You are amazing and you smell
1: like juice. Is that a lullaby? I just made
0: it up on the spot because whenever like like, lullaby
1: would be like rock my baby on the treetop, rock my bella on the treetop, I'm gonna eat
0: you and you're gonna die. (laughs) 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 Ah, I'm so
1: sleepy, Edward.
0: (laughs) You are so (laughs) cold.
1: And on that note, we should probably end this episode because this is.
0: I mean, I'm going to edit things
1: out. Yeah, we're at now we're at. Half the time is like
0: bar talk, like running around. So, if you hear a lot of animals um and just like That's Bartok in Valkyrie.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this is the uh, the price we pay for recording in person. Hi, Vivi. Come here, Vivi. Hi. Hi Vivi is just
0: silent. Silent and deadly. A hey, nice boy.
1: Yeah. It's approaching their lunchtime. I guess I gotta go feed the animals.
0: guess you gotta feed your animals.
1: I don't want them to die. Thank you, as always, for giving us an hour of your time or so, because I'm assuming you're going to cut this down by 30 minutes. Probably. <laughs> and we'll see you next week
0: for... Chapters 15 through 18. Yes.
1: And we consulted the calendar this time. Yeah,
0: we have a calendar. We use it. We're going by it.
1: Even though we definitely didn't put this recording session on the calendar. No. We're getting better. We're getting better. Okay. <laughs> on that note...